up, bros? Sup, bros? We're back at it again with podcast episode two. Um, yeah, so we're just gonna run run with it. Yeah, sort of just free freehand it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've just got like a few, I guess, categories that we can talk about. Mm. Um, we did a little bit of talking actually yesterday because I wanted to talk about sports. Yes. Uh, so we were talking a lot about volleyball yesterday. Yeah. Which is good. We love volleyball. Yeah. Um, volleyball is probably one of my favorite sports. Um, can be can be really fun, but also can be frustrating. Yes. Um, but another good sport that I like is very underrated ultimate frisbee. Oh yes, you you love that. If like if I stopped playing volleyball, I would just do that. Is there an ultimate frisbee team nearby? Do you know? There's one the Flinders. Flinders. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So I, I would totally do that. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing that in high school, and that was super fun. Yeah. You would pull off some like either awesome stuff, or you'd look like a complete unco. And yeah. Just be like, and yeah, like, you're like, oh, I'm gonna grab it, and it's just like, tink. You're yeah. like, No. Just so, bounces off your fingers. Okay, so. <laughs> With one of them, so it was one of the carnivals that we would play, um, our school would enter, um, and one of my friends, at the, um, um, he, so he wanted to kick the frisbee down, because, like, he was trying to, like, stop someone. Like, intercept. Yeah, intercept yeah. it. And then he's just kicked it up, <laughs> and it's just gone perfectly, just perfect. It didn't like, flop, again. it just went... Yeah, <laughs> and then some other uh, like some other guy on the team caught it, and then they just won the point. And I was just like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "How did you do that? <laughs> Why <laughs> didn't you just smack it down?" He's just like, "No, it looked cooler." <laughs> Too hard. Like, oh well, that's god. like um when you like skim the frisbee off of like the beach, yeah, um, on the sand, yeah, and just like. Ding! Or the water or something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. You can do lots of cool stuff with frisbees. Pretty sick. Yeah, or like throw in cool ways as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, but yeah, so, I don't know, guess we'll go back to volleyball. Back to volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> we're both playing the same position at the moment, just in different teams. Yeah. And um, I guess we can talk about like what we're learning from playing, because we're both playing a new position this year, essentially. Or yeah. I played a little bit of it last year yeah but um yeah like what i was sort of saying yesterday is that the so the libero position position for context is the like defensive position in volleyball you do majority of the like passing and receiving sort of thing um and through my high school volleyball career i was a passer hitter which involves an attacking role yeah so um this year what i've learned sort of like by playing the libero position is that it's it's so important but no one wants to do it and then once you kind of find someone that fits the position it's really hard to get them out of that said position <laughs> correct yeah definitely um yeah and which is kind of uh yeah which is kind of bad for me because uh i was on a only offensive role playing middle mm. and then i got injured so that means that i couldn't jump properly so i just stepped into libro and then now my knee's getting better and then i was like oh yeah i'll play middle again and i was like oh wait i'm the best passer on the team <laughs> yeah i'm it's... not gonna get any middle attacks 
if I'm not passing them. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, that's what we, we sort of talked uh, briefly about yesterday was that um, when you kind of take that step back from the offensive part of volleyball, it really makes you appreciate that offensive part, but then also appreciate how much hard work has to go into everything to then set up the attack. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like the pass has got to be somewhat good. So then the setter doesn't have to be under too much pressure to be able to put the ball in the right spot for the attack. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's um, a very fun part of the game. I find like my attack has improved from kind of watching other people attack yeah. if yeah, that yeah. makes sense I can say like, that. yeah yeah because yeah. um a lot of the time you see people like either getting caught underneath the ball or running too close to the net mm. and then it kind of it stuffs up all the hard work the all the previous hard work yeah um but it's always like i don't know it's always a good challenge for me i always get kind of like mm. razzed up when things are just not right if that mm -hmm. makes sense like yeah. if you just concentrate or focus that little bit more it'll all come together sort of yeah, thing yeah yeah i could definitely see that um yeah and it, so it's funny because even as a libro and someone gets a kill uh, and i pass that ball and it was perfect to the setter to then the hit i'm like that was me <laughs> that wasn't you that was me yeah. and i get like really hype about it yeah same same <laughs> when it's just like perfect pass you like don't really have to go too far out of your way to to achieve it yeah and then you're like that was just all muscle memory skill yeah. stuff yeah and then the setter does the exact same thing yeah. like it's not too hard for him he just, just like, executes the skill yeah and then it's just like kill and then you're like that's volleyball yeah we just played volleyball <laughs> yes that's, that's a good point <laughs> yeah that that was yeah that was that was quite fun um yeah but so volleyball is most definitely a team game <laughs> Um, and so you can have a good, like, you can have a good individual team, as in, like, each individual player is good, mm. but if that, if they don't work together as a team, then it kind of falls apart pretty easily. Yeah. Because, like, you could have an average team, but they've been playing together for, like, years, and they know exactly, like, what to do in certain yep. situations. They all each know each other. But if you just have a bunch of good players and you're like, yeah, go play volleyball. They're probably going to suck. <laughs> they're probably, like, they're not going to do everything, like, as good as they want to. Mm, yeah, yeah, because you kind of, like, because of how fast-paced volleyball is, um, you, you need to... You can't be unsure yeah, when doing something. You need to know that that person's going to be there. And yeah. if you're playing, like, years with them, you know that they're going to be there. Yeah. Or yeah. you know that they're not going to be there, so or, you set something up. Yeah, there's, like... Uh, um, there's like patterns of play with volleyball that they don't happen, I guess, like exactly the same way every single time, but there's variations of the same yeah. thing. Like yeah. if you're cross court defense and then yeah. someone hits cross, there's not going to be the same hit every single time, but the concept's the same. Yeah. So then you're basically just like popping the ball up and then it's different variations like um, seam wise. So if you're next to someone defending cross, mm and you've played with them for years and you know that every time the ball goes to their left they make a dig yeah then you don't have to think about it you don't mm. have to then chase the ball across your own body or theirs yeah because you then, doubt like yeah. if you haven't played with them and you doubt them and then 
because that's what I'm finding that I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, as well. well, you've got so your team at the moment's a bunch of sort of new guys that yes. haven't really played together. Yes. So there's a lot of that happening. <laughs> yeah, and I'm finding it difficult to trust some of my players because they're a bit newer. Yeah. They're a bit like unsure and i'm just like i know that i can get this and i'm running like halfway across the court to get a serve that i saw that was coming to me but then just to drift it i'm just like yep goodbye yeah yep yeah like i'm super greedy as a libro but then when you play with someone new you always have that i don't know percentage of doubt where you're like yeah "Uh, yeah (laughs) and you hesitate yeah all right um that, yeah, volleyball, we could chat about volleyball all day, really. Yeah. Because <laughs> we watched, like, Hawaii, and um, we sort of kind of did beach last year. I reckon we might do it a little bit more this year. Yeah, I'm definitely keen on it this year. Yeah, so, which will improve us yeah. even more, because yeah, beach definitely. is freaking hard. Beach is very hard. Yeah, yeah. So then we'll just practice at 40s and stuff like that. Then Yeah, well, now that, because that came in, like, a little bit like it wasn't at fully... the start of the year we talked about it in in the first podcast i, I think yeah we talked did we? about did we i don't oh, know no. <laughs> i can't remember oh well yeah all right we'll we'll move on to some nerdy nerdy stuff We're we're probably just going to geek out this podcast on topics that we really enjoy talking about yeah so computer games or gaming in general what yeah. games are you smashing out at the moment uh I've t- I've too many backed up. Uh, it's it's a lot because I'm doing uni. I'm just like, yeah, I need to do uni. I'm like, oh, but I want to play video games. Uh, and then I'm like, I want to play video games with my friends. And then I want to finish these video games because like I've started Doom. Um, I've started Witcher Three. <laughs> That's gonna take a while. Yeah, I'm on the exact same page. Like. I want to sit down and dedicate a fair amount of time to Witcher 3 because mm. I've heard so many good things about it. Oh, and yeah. I think I heard Robbie put like, I don't know, 200 or 300 hours yeah. into Witcher 3 and yep. it's like, what do you mean? That's so much content. Yeah, <laughs> legit. Um, and like, I've also been replaying The Last of Us because I want to play the second one, but I've got to like refresh my memory. Um, yeah, and there's just like a couple like PS4 games, maybe... And then there's like new games that are coming out. <laughs> we, oh. still, we still need to play Destroy All Humans, the remake. Yep. Because that came out that. at the end of July. Yeah, definitely need to play that. I reckon that is going to be so much fun to be able to just sit down and record. That's a throwback and a half of the both oh, of us. Yeah. We freaking loved playing that game growing yeah. up. Yeah, definitely. And um, I've been smashing out Risk of Rain 2 because that got a new update yeah that's right a full release and i just love the shit out of that game it's just good <laughs> um yeah and then i've been playing four guys with my friends as well <laughs> that's just a new game that everyone's playing at the moment might use that for some clickbait hell yeah <laughs> it's relevant so yeah relevant relevancy let's go yeah um yeah I my gaming habits have actually changed a lot in the last I don't know year or so. I'm playing. I'm not necessarily playing any like multiplayer games. Like I used to play a lot of League and mm. um, Mordow and, and just like competitive fun games like that. But mm. I've found myself moving towards more strategy games. Yeah. So like North Northguard. 
fun as Viking sort of like yeah. role based. Yeah, that's been that's been pretty. Uh, turn based sort of game, yeah, um, survival game. It's kind of like uh, how did I describe it? It's like Age of Empires, sort of um, with uh, like I don't know Vikings theme sort yeah, of thing. Like, yeah, the second Age of Empires, not necessarily the first or third. Yeah. Um, and then Total War Warhammer. Two, which is a massive game, but yeah, def- definitely game. recommend. Like, if you get, if you can commit to getting past the learning curve, yeah. then you have a very fun time, and you lose a lot of hours playing that game. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I've been, I uh, just too many video games. <laughs> um, and then the PS 5s coming out at yeah, the end PS5's of the year. Yeah, PS 5s coming out, new Spider Man game, all the new PS four games that are going to come out. But, so, what would be your favourite genre of video game? Genre would definitely be, I don't know, sort of, like, strategy games. Yeah. It would have to be strategy games. Yeah, like, okay. that's what I personally enjoy the most, because it's, yeah. you have to think. It's yeah. not necessarily, like, do this, or, like, killing people or anything like that, or yeah, just, like, okay. yeah. bettering, yeah. Yeah, alright. Um, so, I would say mine... I get the most enjoyment from horror games and mm-hmm. um, like because it has to be done like right to have like full engagement throughout like the whole game yeah yeah because like if you have just like a couple jump scares then you then you're like oh and then it just goes away but like if you have a constant state of just anxiety anxiety <laughs> it's just oh like after like I stopped playing a horror game I'm like I'm like Shook it. I'm just like, <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna die 100 percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, that's like um. And I have an idea for October, Spooktober. Spooktober. Play a just bunch p- of horror games. Yeah, that in the dark good. and just have a couple mates come over because I've just I've got Resident Evil Seven. Yes. VR. Yeah. I've played it. It's scary. <laughs> it's, it's. I'm horrified of that game. Like I've, because I haven't continued because I've just. I remember last time. I like walked around a corner and there was a jump scare and I was just like, done, I'm done. Just throw it on the floor. Yeah, no, it was not. It was not. It was enjoyable, but I like being scared. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be super fun to do. Um, kind of semi sort of update like my brother's going to be moving into my house currently we're located at our parents house yes this is um, where we're recording yes and i'm away he's like five like minutes five away. minutes away it's not that far yeah um but we're gonna have our own space so that's gonna hopefully be able to open up heaps of opportunities for different recordings like vr and, vr definitely and um, hopefully a better sort of look look out for the podcast that'd be the goal yeah and the end yeah. of the day um yeah, definitely yeah so that's all exciting hopefully that yep. that's all, all new things happening. yeah that's gonna happen in like five weeks i think it's very close four it's or five a month, weeks it's a month away yeah a month away that's so insane. and i remember it feels like i don't know like two minutes ago i was saying it was six weeks away or yep. eight weeks away or yeah something like, like that it's moving real quick <laughs> yeah it's happening very fast well 2020 is happening very fast yeah um yeah so we can talk about what's been happening this year um sort of like outside of us oh uh, yeah just like around like obviously covid's been an issue <laughs> covid has been a huge issue um 
In ter- well, it has kind of It has effect. and hasn't. It has. We're very lucky in Australia. Oh, or yeah. in Adelaide, Australia. South Australia. Very, very specific. <laughs> yeah, because we're like a little, like, little we're place. A, we're a big we're, local town. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a big, small town. <laughs> the city is just not a big city. No. Compared to, like, what I've seen. No, no. And then, yeah, when you're walking around, there's just, like, there's some people. There's some people around, yeah, but it's not, like, It's packed. not crowded. No. Because, like, it's affected, what, volleyball? Um, it, well, it essentially affected everything. Yeah. In, to some degree. Yeah. I had to stop work for a month, which yeah. which is very lucky in hindsight because I could have either lost my job or not had work for way longer than that. Yeah, definitely. Um, And it stopped volleyball for a good three months. Yeah, that was a bit rough. Um, I and, just wanted to play volleyball. And gyms and stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, gyms so we can, like, do our, like, a gym routine or anything. Yeah. We're just trying to do shit at home. And which is, I don't know, just super... It can be super difficult. Um, when you when, don't know what you're doing. Well, <laughs> not when you don't know what you're doing. When you're used to having that exter- external place to go oh, to work yeah. out. Yeah. Like, it's kind of... I find it easy to get razzed up. If you're going somewhere, like yeah. just put on a bit of loud music, yeah, or and just like, like yes, yeah, like you get in the zone, and then yeah. you just once you're there, you kind of put in the hard work, and then you can go home and relax. But then, if you're in your home already, it's hard to kind of razz yourself up to then do a workout, and yeah. then razz yourself back down to yeah. then relax. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a bit weird because like I would kind of find because I was doing like I was doing an intensive at that time as well, mm. and I was just like. I'd go on the computer for, like, five hours because I had to do, like, a practical. And I'd be like, oh, I kind of wanted to work out today. And I'd just be like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so hard. Um, yeah, well, good good way to move into, like, uni because uni was change, changed dramatically oh, because of was, COVID. Yeah, that was so the f- like between sort of March and April, everything went online. It was like you couldn't go into uni. No. You had to sort of like motivate yourself to learn, which I think we didn't really have any issues with. But no. I did speak to a few of my uni colleagues. sort of like colleagues, and they said they were very much struggling with yeah. um, that self motivation of because there's nothing else to do they're just like i'll do everything else before doing uni work where yeah we were sort of the opposite i guess like we'd do uni work first then do the things that we wanted to yeah do. yeah uh, yeah because i i also had the same thing like uh, i had people that i would talk to that would be like really struggling to do uni work and i was like i'm actually finding it easier yeah a hundred percent it's Cause just like i would just be like all right go on the computer do what i need to do and then play video games <laughs> yeah that's what we would do yep 100 <laughs> percent. it was um good in the sense that like with that transition to online learning because i think that's where education sort of heading towards that is there's going to be mm. way more online content rather than having to then go to school there, there'll be, be the option to go to school but yeah. i think there'll also be the option to stay at home and do self-driven learning yeah um but like are they gonna cost the same yeah that's gonna be another issue entirely or it's like because i i was also wondering like yes things are getting more expensive but then they're also getting like 
they're getting less inclusive in terms of like learning so like that whole like semester of like online learning it costs the same as like going into uni using all their services using all that Mm. but you're at home using your own resources you're like it's just like should i be spending i don't know how much it ends up being but like 40 to 60 grand for a degree when you can kind of do it all by yourself at home yeah for a significantly less amount of money yeah they just like they just because some some topics worked really well yeah i 100 percent agree with this and then some <laughs> didn't yeah yeah um and it and it also and just old people on computers trying yeah. to work <laughs> trying to work like it really depended really for me it depended on the teacher and how willing they were to adjust the content to be able to apply online yeah definitely because i think that shook a lot of teachers at uni some adjusted really well and some others were just like okay so then basically we take all the content that we would do in class and just do it online it's like no (laughs) it doesn't really work like that no the engagement's so different online you nearly like you nearly need to be a (laughs) sort of like a stand-up lecturer like you need to have a bit of a personality or like a little bit what something not a, a little bit more way more engagement with the with the actual class itself instead of just being like i'm just gonna talk for 45 minutes to no one <laughs> yep i'm gonna not engage with anyone i'm just gonna talk the lecture I'm notes just gonna to t- you yeah just gonna read them out like and in the and most monotone <laughs> boring voice like that happens even when you do like even in lectures in lectures some lecturers are like that and they're not engaging at all which is very frustrating because i'm studying to be a teacher so when i see that sort of stuff i'm like ah they're in a of, teaching degree <laughs> yeah in it well i'm doing a science and teaching degree yeah. a lot of the times it's to do with the science because you've got okay. you've got specialists that they hire to teach and they don't necessarily know how to teach they just know their their, their topic. specific yeah. topic so then the uni is kind of expected them to I don't know, just basically teach us what they had been taught yeah. sort of thing. Like, adjust it here and there, but I would say that the curriculum maybe adjusts maybe 1% or 2% every mm. year. Mm. That's the only thing that changes mm. instead of, like, a decent amount of it. Yeah, which is interesting. To keep up with the new information going around sort of thing. Because, yeah. like, if you think about all of the sciences, biology, chemistry, geology like psychology all things are changing like all the time yeah the research that's coming out with all of these topics there's Mm. constant papers being released of like like breaking yeah sort of the paradigm of what we think is true is true yeah Yeah. especially in like physics as well oh yeah (laughs) that's just a whole whole game (laughs) yeah like i was watching a video i can't remember specifically how to say this guy's name but it was like nissan it started with a v but i can't remember saying how to say his last name i'll hopefully put it in the description but it was he was essentially talking about using like shifting gravity so we can travel (laughs) <laughs> what yeah what so instead of having because of how that's like a superpower be, yeah that's because a superpower. of how um 
and it like how much energy it costs to use rockets yeah we need a more effective way, way to travel to travel essentially and yeah, he was through, saying through the universe yes and and the new understanding of physics that he was proposing was that we'll be able to sort of tap into shifting gravity with sort of high um that's insane high velocity i think it's like a metal i can't remember specifically what it is but a high velocity metal produces and affects the gravity field damn that's so if sick. you get something spinning fast enough yeah it makes not necessarily anti-grav but it will shift it yeah so that's controlling gravity yeah so then he was saying that like what might end up happening do you remember in um the marvel movies i think it's in captain america where tony stark's dad howard stark uh the arc reactor no not the arc reactor he shows a car that hovers oh yeah yeah it'd basically be like that yeah with like sort of like gravity things instead of wheels that move the car yeah okay yeah so that might also in uh, help like car travel as yeah, well. If yeah, yeah, like reduce emissions. Like if you think about if we could tap into shifting gravity, mm. I don't know how, what energy that would require. But if we're moving away from burning fossil fuels and moving towards a more effective energy source, yeah, because at the moment the most effective one would be solar power. I think, in terms of like, if you want to use a car, it would be like solar power like yeah the tesla yeah or like electric so that converts like solar power to electric yeah um or like charge you gotta charge it um but uh if you were to use gravity which i'm pretty sure you don't need to like put anything into gravity like you don't need to put more energy into gravity because it's just a natural it's there. thing yeah that you don't because like the understanding of the physics is going like yeah it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're hella lowballing all the intricacies <laughs> of details, this. yeah, 100%. But yeah, I'll leave a link in the description so you can go suss it out yourself and make your own mind up. That's the goal of whatever we talk about as well. Hopefully, we'll provide resources so you can yeah. go explore and yeah. make your own mind up because we're just lowballing a lot of things here. Yeah, just to like, just to just, just, just start food for thought. I like to start through food for thought. Yeah, yeah, definitely um yeah very nerdy nerdy stuff this podcast <laughs> yeah just physics physics well if we talk Video like, get, get about uh get on about talking like biology and psychology we yeah. just nerd oh, out yeah. hard <laughs> yeah that'd just be a whole new podcast yeah well the, so um the thing i wanted to talk about as well i've kind of had on like a different perspective on on learning because the more that I think about it, all of the the probably the most valuable things that I have learnt within my life mm-hmm. that have helped me operate more effectively in the world, I have learnt outside of school, either through experience or through self-driven learning, because mm-hmm. that self-drive So for outside of school being uni? and school like high school yeah yeah okay even though like as a kid obviously growing up you're constantly like your brain's so malleable you're being constantly affected through high school but i've found that the um 
skills and behaviors and ways to operate in the world, the best learning that I've done has, has been from finding it outside of the education yeah, cause structure. I feel like with education, it's really like, it kind of like babies you a little bit. Mm. Like it doesn't, yeah, you don't want to put someone in the deep end and then them be scared to like go out and like go out into the world. But like, it, I feel like it a little bit too much. Like it just, just babies it you. It tells you exactly what you need to learn. Yeah. And then if you don't learn that, it, it's a reflection of how then you operate in the world, which is completely untrue. Yeah, because, that, that's false. Yeah, because <laughs> so many like successful people Haven't, just ditched, just, <laughs> ditched they, the education system and like, well, oh, I can do it by myself. Yeah, I'm just going to make money this way. Yeah, like, and then I they need, do. <laughs> I don't need to do all this stuff. But like, if, if you have a goal that you want to achieve, that's like, say, like a degree in science or something else, or like teaching... Yeah, it's best to go through, like, school and uni because I feel like it's very hard to not, like, if, if you want to get into that sort of stuff. If you don't have a uni degree or, like, if you pass your 12, that sort of thing, it's kind of difficult for people to be like, oh, yeah, I trust him to yeah, teach the kids. I think, I think that's definitely the case in Australia at the moment. But from what I've been learning online and how the world's sort of changing with its view on education... That's actually shifting. A lot of high, um, like billion dollar companies are not necessarily looking at degrees anymore. Mm. Because if you think like the yeah, way I'll, that I'll, I think about it is yeah. the degree doesn't necessarily how effective you would be in the very complex, multifaceted job that you would have to undergo. Like mm. unless you're working by yourself and you're an introvert and it's like the perfect job for you, mm. most of the time you're going to be working with other people. So you could be the best in your field mm -hmm. but then if you get if, pissed off talking to people all yeah, the time like if and that's your job with people yeah that's and that's true. your job or if you've got if you've smashed your field but then you haven't developed any other areas of your life then you're not necessarily like gonna do that job to the best of your ability if that makes sense like yeah, if you're you too specialized because life is so complex you need to be able to, I don't know, like have good mental health to be able to work at a very high performance level. But if you've only worked like your ass off to be a high performer and haven't worked out your mental health, mm. as soon as you get put into a high stressful situation, you can't handle it. Yeah. You, and, and, you, and that's what like a lot of people sort of experience. They go, I want this much success. Oh, sorry. This much success. Um, out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> out of frame. Yeah. I want this much success, but I'm only here. So when I move up to that success, I can't handle it. And then I break down and then you yeah. sort of go back to what's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I think like, um, for me wanting to be a teacher, I don't necessarily agree with the education structure at the moment because i believe as a teacher you've got to be a catalyst for learning mm -hmm. so it's sort of more of a, a parental like look at learning where a student should be able to have the freedom to be able to go with their interest in the learning and then the teacher is there as a guide mm -hmm. rather than the teacher being like you have to learn, learn this. this yeah 
you have to learn this curriculum and this very specific stuff, even though you're not interested. Well, you're not interested, or it's becoming more and more obsolete in the application of life at the moment. Yeah, because if you think about the like fundamentals, like in maths and stuff, we probably don't need to teach to the extent that we do at the moment. Yeah, not to say that math isn't valuable. It's just that we've got phones in our pockets that does the math like that. Yeah. So and you're not going to sit there like unless you're wanting to. You're not going to sit there and do the math in your head because it takes too long. We've yeah. got the machine assistance. Yeah. So it's more about how you are about problem solving and then interfacing and expressing yourself through technology because mm-hmm. obviously there's instead of writing there's typing instead of like calling there's messaging and all that sort of stuff so yeah. it's about your way that you interact with technology and how effective you are with manipulating that to yeah. get the best or the quickest result essentially yeah, yeah i can say that yeah um hmm. yeah that's yeah it's definitely food for thought in terms of like the like it say if you're like a parent as well and you're like because I feel like as a parent, you're also trying to teach your kids stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't know, but like, I, I'm just I had a thought about this the other week where I was like, so I want to be a teacher. And then I was like, hmm, if I have kids, hypothetically, would I want to send them to school or would I want to teach them myself? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I would probably want to do the latter. I would want to teach them myself because if I'm a teacher then i should be able to teach them to some well like to some extent yeah i would have more faith in my own ability than sending them to a school if that makes sense uh yeah because the unless the the education structure changes i don't necessarily believe my kid at the end of their education experience is going to be any better off than if i was to be teaching them if that makes sense (laughs) Yeah, I could say that. Because definitely. it's a very, it's a cultural thing where <laughs> everyone just everyone send their kid to school. Yeah. It's but. a cultural thing. But, and like the education system was developed in the industrial age for industrial age people. We're Which, in the information age. Yeah. We've got to go about education and how people operate in the world completely differently. To when, yeah. And and for me to go into the education system, I would constantly be sort of contending with existing structures being like, hey, can I change this? Hey, can I do this differently? Mm. And it would be constantly sort of like looking for approval in that Yeah, regard. you'd be like, definitely fighting an uphill battle. Yeah, constantly. So yeah. Um, leading would, on to that, I, I was, would probably still... Uh, I would probably still put my kid into school because like it really depends on you as an individual parent and your skill base because if you are a teacher you may not to speak for you but you may have that same sort of thought process see the thing with school also though is that it's a new environment where if if the kid is like if your kid is just at, at home and you're like and you're teaching them certain things they're not going to get the same experience because there's kids in there. Yeah. Like, they're going to need to learn the social the, structures yeah. and the, the different things that they need to learn, how to be socially, like... How to operate in the world. Yeah. By Which, themselves. 
outside of their parents. Yeah. I completely understand that. So leading on to, like, leading on from that, I think what I want to do with my, like, my goal with education, because I've done a few writing exercises to kind of suss out where I want to go. Yep. Because I've, like, the more that I think about it, the more... I'm not necessarily agreeing to the pre-existing structures. I would want to yeah, deviate yeah. A, a bit and sort of like change yeah, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, no, I see that. Um, so like at the end of my uni experience, possibly having a, a business venture where I develop my own education space. So it's not necessarily like oh, I would homeschool yeah. my own kid. I would have my own company business education space okay where i've got not like control like overwhelming control or anything like that but just have way more freedom to be able to explore different styles of education and what's best for Hmm. learning oh yeah is that a thing what do you mean like no like can you do that yeah well funny you say that on youtube i've found a company that has essentially done that but it's i wouldn't like copy it or anything yeah yeah. but i've seen something similar done in malaysia so there's this guy called vision i've just read his book yeah vision um link i'll link it down (laughs) uh he has created essentially similar sort of premise yeah uh a company called mind valley mm-hmm. and he essentially does talks with very influential influential and successful people mm-hmm. and sort of breaks down their behaviors their beliefs their thought pe- patterns and he's done that with so many different people that he sort of has taken the similarities from each of the the patterns of frameworks that successful people have displayed. Yep. And then he's teaching that, that essentially. Is which, that online? Yes. Okay. It's online. There's like a free program that you can do. There's yeah. a, a, like paid programs that you can do. Um, so, and then again, I, there's a problem with the social aspect with that. Like, yeah, you can learn as much as you can online, but you still, if if like if you're doing that with like online, but I'm I'm guessing you want to do yours in like a building or something. Well, so he what he has set up, he's got essentially a space where he does talks, uh-huh. like lectures where he chats yeah, yeah. with people, yeah, exactly. and it's like an auditorium where people come and sit down and take notes and learn. It's like oh. a lecture theater, essentially, oh, like a okay. big ass lecture lecture theater where he talks with people. Yeah. Um. And then there's the online aspect where that, it's, recorded. it's recorded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's like for the people that have the resources to go, they will. Mm, okay. And for the people that have the resources that can't go, online. they will learn it online. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because the current way that we learn, I think, isn't the best way we learn where a teacher tells you exactly what you need to know. Mm-hmm. And then you get tested on it. And then you get tested on it. What you can remember from exactly what you need to know. Yeah. Because exactly what you need to know is constantly changing, especially with 
the rate of change that's occurring in the world at the moment. Yeah. What you need to know is constantly expanding. Yeah. yeah. So unless the education system keeps up with that constant expansion, it's already shown it's obsolete mm-hmm. in that in that aspect in you talk to anyone you go how was your high school experience most people go i don't know what the fuck that was <laughs> yeah i could say that yeah and like some people don't even complete high school and then yeah. they're doing fine in life it's yep. just like oh okay but then there's some people that just don't give a fuck yes and then but that could be because of mental health reasons or how they were do, how they're like, raised up like yeah what fundamental values have their parents instilled in them? Yeah. Like, did they, did their parents value learning to, and instill that into them? Because that's what it comes, comes down to at the end of the day. If parents don't value the learning process, then, yeah. and they think their development has ceased, yeah. then they're going to instill that value in their kids. Yeah. So, Unless then, they're aware of it. Yeah, and then those kids are just going to be like, oh, I don't need to know this. Or they finish high school or they don't. don't and then go, I'm done as a person or a human. Yeah. Like, this is it. Take, yeah. me, take me how I am, world. And it's like, no. Boop. Oh, I just want to pop my head off with, <laughs> with those people. That's just, just like, think. No. <laughs> no. Done with that thought. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's quite interesting to think about. Um... Do you want to move on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, I think that's a good sort of full circle on, yeah. on the education topic. Yeah. Um, bit into uni life. Yeah. yeah, a bit of 2020. There's, I guess, like, I don't really want to talk about, like, American politics or even Australian politics. I'm just not. Yeah, no. I don't subscribe to politics or yeah, even no. just, um, like, news and reality show, even though Beth freaking gets me to watch, like, Bachelor and <laughs> stuff like that. But that's that, that's kind of just, like... To, to her, that's kind of like us watching like just YouTube. Yeah. It, it, it's completely, like, it's the same, but it's different. It's so different. <laughs> it's so very, very different. Like, again, it's sort of cultural where it's like, watch the news, watch reality show, watch free-to-air TV, and that's what you do after you finish your nine-to-five work. Yeah. It's like the cultural subscription. Yeah. It's like, and then after your dinner, you go to bed, and then you wake up, go to work, yeah. do exactly do the, the same. same thing. Rinse and repeat, get yeah. to the weekend, get drunk. Recover, have a hangover on Sunday, yep. rinse and repeat, do it yep. again. It's or like, plan D, or plan C. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, damn, our D&D Sunday sessions. The last two especially, I have enjoyed so much. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's so hard to explain. Definitely spoke to Brody, our dungeon master, so we're moving on to D&D now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was speaking well, to Brody like two, two weeks ago. I was like, it's so hard and it's a little bit trivial to try to explain to someone that's outside of what we're doing what we're doing (laughs) yeah that's like that's like tessa she's like oh how did dnd go and i was like yeah it was good and i'm like oh what did you do i'm like i could explain it if you want she's like don't (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to hear it and then dad was like did you win are you winning son and i'm just like don't win <laughs> really you just play yeah <laughs> yeah so just like full, <laughs> yeah well amy's the same with uh me she's like do you enjoy D and i'm like yeah i had a really good time but then it's like if i go into any more detail <laughs> other than i had a really good time she's gonna be like you lost me yeah like <laughs> and i i tried explaining to 
Tessa how it worked just a little bit. And she was just like, I don't understand. I'm just like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, you don't need to unless you want to get into it. Yeah. 110%. Just, just know that I do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the last um, two weeks. So we've got a group of a band of six people. North Force. North Force. <laughs> North Force. That's what we're called. So um, <laughs> we've got uh, Callum, who's Cow Cow. Uh, Robbie, who's all big, all big, yep. Caden, who Oogdoog. Oogdoog. <laughs> the orc, the half orc. You are um, Yorm. Yorm, I am Shorma, and Maka is what's Maka's character's name? Siegfried. Siegfried. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's seven. We got seven. Yeah, seven. But it varies. Some people can't make it each week, so it, yeah, the group sort of varies here and there. Yeah. But. The last two weeks, we've sort of just been um, preparing a a siege, essentially, against this castle that's protected by this undead warlock or necromancer yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, he brings the dead back to life by, like, cursing land, we think. That's yeah. my hypothesis. Yeah, that's what well, well, we don't <laughs> we know. We don't know yet. We don't know the details of it all because that's ruins the fun. <laughs> yeah. That's not like, the point of the game. <laughs> if Brody just told us that, then it was just like, oh cool we didn't need yeah (laughs) there's no like investigation like if we did a full like that's too much metagaming that's that's cheating (laughs) so essentially we um were hired by uh, a dude to go deal with um this trade route that had shut down due to this sort of that was caldor wasn't it was that caldor i think caldor hired us caldor hired us because caldor is my brother in game yes because he's from Bear Clan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, we knew, we so we're in a universe where it's uh there's like Norse gods and like all these different clans that essentially Vikings thing. Very Vikings influence. Yes. Like definitely. Yeah. It's just a whole bunch of stuff, but like D and D just like mixed into it. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've gone on our own sort of venture we haven't followed any of the book stories or anything like yeah, that. yeah no brody's just made it up yeah but we're using D framework which is what most people do anyway yeah that's yeah usually what's happening unless you have like a specific like oh we're gonna play this campaign and there's a book yeah <laughs> done <laughs> yeah so essentially we got hired by a cow have we ever finished a book no no <laughs> oh we did the first like the first the beginners thing yeah, a yeah. few times just you finished to, it i think so ah. i think we finished it a couple of times okay. just to be, just to get the how to play the game down yeah um it takes a while it does take a little bit and like you need to get efficient at it as well yes you can't just be like uh or you need to be ready when your turn is up yeah but i think we've got pretty good at it yeah no because i i noticed uh it was this like sunday that it just went smooth it was just very smooth like after we got started it was just like there was no hiccups in terms of like um different things that like would stop us from playing usually yeah 100 percent. yeah and i reckon the week before was like that as well that's why i've had such a good time the last two weeks because once we've started it's flowed all the way till we've finished yeah and decided awesome. to finish and all the group has got exactly what they wanted sort of out of the experience yeah thing, yeah which has been unreal yeah and i i do yeah because i don't i because i came in a week after um yeah
yeah, so I came in because you guys had the session one or yeah. session zero. Because I, I couldn't make it and I was like, I really want to play this. And then I was just like, to Brody, I was like, please. Let me in, please. <laughs> Let me in, please. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, fine. And then so I, I proposed this character to him. He's like, yep, cool. Go ahead with that. And I was like, um, so yeah. And then I came in the next week and I was just like, oh, there's so much stuff happening. What is happening? <laughs> there's just like all this story. like Already going. developed from the first session. Yeah, I yeah. was like, that's insane. Yeah. So essentially the story so far has been, we've been hired by Cowdor to um, like suss out this trade route that has been shut down. We find the information that there's been this sort of undead uprising in the Town. uh, towns along the trade route. And we've essentially had to go find, like we went to the first town that we'd heard had been sort of ransacked and we found a, a few undead sort of, uh, what were they called? Wraiths? Wraiths. No. Well, shadows. Shadows, sort of like undead um, beings. beings that had access to a portal that they could shift around the map sort of re- really That's easily. That's why we destroyed the portal. Yeah. So I, see, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the first session, essentially. Oh. <laughs> destroy that. That makes sense now. Yeah. Destroy that portal. And then we've been hanging around camp and there's been a few sort of like random encounters that have come up. Uh, mm. cummed up <laughs> that have came came up and we've had to go deal with externally from the main siege mission which is what the like sort yeah of... so we've had a few side quests but like we're moving in a forwards position so we're just like we'll you know come back yeah in doing yeah. all these like side missions uh which i i did enjoy because like i feel like that the normal books is kind of just like it's too linear it's too linear and you're just like yep it doesn't feel like you vary from the path very much. No, nah, it's it's very much like uh, the like a uh, role playing game where it's like you've got the invisible walls, so you can't explore yeah, or anything. Yeah. It's just like you go down here and you've got to follow these sort of yeah. things. The variation of that same path is very minuscule. Yeah, the variations where we can go on tangents for like the whole session and be like all right we got nothing done on the yeah main that story was just quest. that was just like a side mission yeah xp farming yeah, XP. <laughs> um yeah and you just go on a side mission which can sometimes be like just like so fun just like killing stuff doing like escaping rooms going through like a dungeon and just like getting holy or just like a huge amount of loot at the end yeah yeah just well like, the, sh- the session that we did yesterday we ended up going to an all old nordic vault that this hero uh, essentially died and there was a memorial sort of built for him where it housed his ho- uh his weapon which was the holy avenger and his demon armor, armor which was demon armor which looks badass yeah it looks so cool <laughs> looks so sick. we ended up going through like who picked up the demon armor we put it in the bag of holding. No one like has put it on. Okay. Yeah, because I think it's kind um, of cursed. It's, yeah, it's cursed. But I believe um, there was a voice that Robbie heard when he picked up the Holy Avenger, telling him to give it to Maka, like give the the two items to Maka. Oh. Because Maka's he'll be already able to OP use though. It. He's got the Sunblade or whatever. Yeah. So not the Sunblade. Sunblade. Where that goes, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> that I've, that's I've gonna just be got cool. This giant rock. Which is the axe of giant slaying, but we've made it into a mall of giant slaying. Yeah, 
which is pretty cool like that was awesome we've looted so many items for our side quests which is gonna make the siege so much fun like yeah the but abilities. I reckon Brody's just gonna go all out. Yeah, he is a hundred percent. And we've been like ex- leading up to this for so long now. So Brody's just been he's scheming. He's, he's a schemer. He schemes. He, <laughs> he just he's schemes just got away. that evil laugh as well. <laughs> that you just know. That cackle, you're like, you oh, just know no. you're gonna die. <laughs> yep. And then you get out when he rolls like a one. <laughs> you're like, yes. Or whenever he rolls, because he's got his little like setup that we can't see his little dungeon master yeah board. dungeon master board he fucking rolls something he's like <laughs> and you're like what do you mean what did you roll what does it's that like, mean mm, crit <laughs> you're like uh. <laughs> yeah because that that guy or, almost or the me. hey you and roll a d100 for me <laughs> yeah that's always a good one yeah <laughs> yeah and he's like oh you now have gills <laughs> i was just like what because <laughs> i Ukdug gave me a cursed trident. Asshole. Caden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so fun, though. Just, like... Just the whole role-playing part of it as well. I feel like some people don't get into the role-playing as much. Mm. Um, But that's kind of... It's what they want from the experience that they kind of put in. Yeah. Because I feel like, like just role-playing in terms of, like, in D&D, it's just, like... That's the main part where I enjoy. Yeah, the, um, like, it takes actual time to develop the skill to roleplay, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like, because we didn't do much roleplaying, really, at the start of no, when we started playing yeah, D&D. Yeah, because you just, like, you just chill shit. Yeah. You are just a bunch of murder hobos. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we didn't really commit too much to our characters, so yeah. then, like the campaign that we would do would fall apart because we're just like, all right, board next move on. Mm. Cause you're not committed enough to the actual development of the character. Yes. Yes. And I feel like that's so important as well. Yeah. And I, cause like, um, if, yeah, if you're not committed to the character, you can't just like, Oh yeah, he's super, he's like, he could be like the strongest character, but it would just be like, he's just, he just kills stuff for fun. Yeah. It's nearly like the last session I had the character in my head, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I could visualize the character that I was playing in my head and what that character would be doing and thinking and saying and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And it's cool as well when you get like a, a decision that Brody gives you and you're like, oh, I know exactly what my character would do right now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like, it's not what I would do, but my character would do that. Yeah. That was like when Caden like just lightning challenge the frogs peaceful frogs we were just going through this swamp trekking through and um Ugdug's just like half old rage just like there's a frog over there <laughs> yeah he's just like just throwing a giant lightning full send <laughs> even though Macket like and Macket did well as well because he was like no you, you don't need to do that because like Macket's more of like peaceful because yeah. he's, uh, he's um, a paladin so he's kind of like if we don't have to fight we don't have to yeah uh, but then Caden is just like, <laughs> fight a monk, so he's like, I want to kill shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which, and I've found with my character, I'm trying to develop more leadership, more of a leadership role. Yeah. Because, like, at the moment, I'm just, like, a barbarian that's just, just um, pummel shit. Just pummel shit that, like, someone tells me to do something, I'll do it. But, like, I want to be more in that role 
where you tell other people to do things. Yeah, yeah, and I can be more like more influential, Mm. which I've thought about. Yes, that that that's what that character wants. Yeah, rather than what you want for the character. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of like, because I'm trying to prove to like Caldor and like the my dad in game Mm -hmm. that I'm more than just like a A brute brute force. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> but um, talking about, like, thinking about explaining it to other people, it's like... Yeah, like, compl- anyone that doesn't play D&D, just, this is making no sense to me. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I enjoy it so much, it's easy, easy to talk about. But I was thinking about, like, how would you explain it to someone? And I was like, we've created a universe universe an imaginary universe imaginary universe with fabricated problems that are extremely important to our characters that we've also fabricated yeah and it's extremely important and requires all of our attention in that moment and everything else can kind of wait yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's completely fabricated like it's made up (laughs) yeah yeah legit though like it's just so important but it's just completely imaginary and just does exist (laughs) but to us at that point in time that's reality yeah a hundred percent and then like i think robbie said it two weeks ago it's just like that's the magic of dd and i'm like that is a hundred percent it it's like it feels like more important than Than it should be than it should be but it's also like in that moment because of the sort of fantasy style of the game it's sort of high stakes yeah so it's high high risk high reward yeah so then it makes it feel like it's extremely important like compared to maybe a work problem something that you have to deal with at work which you would think would be more important important in your life at yeah other than things that you fabricate in D &D. yeah legit (laughs) yeah like if you're like if you (laughs) Like, if you've got a group of people and you're, like, planning to, like, do, like, storm a castle or something, you got to do so much to, like, think about what you should do. Mm-hmm. Like, you put all your effort into thinking of a correct way to do this where, like, you have the most optimal path to, to win. Whereas, like, at work, if someone's like, oh, I didn't order this or blah, 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 I'm just like, yeah, what do I do? <laughs> Roll a d20. <laughs> Roll a d20. <laughs> d20 see if, persuasion. <laughs> see if you are successful in helping this person out. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah, manager. Uh, manager's problem. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, though. I didn't, I didn't really think about it like that. But, like, it's just so fun. So very fun. So, so very fun. So fun. And it, I feel like it's a good, like, escape as well, just from, like, reality sometimes. Yeah, and it's not, Cause, like, a, a bad escape either. It's no, because, like, like, you're with your mates, mm. and, like, you're kind of, like, it's not harmful in any way. No. It's just, like, it's just a good time. Yeah, I'm definitely keen, hopefully, like, with um, you moving to my place and yeah. all the stuff kind of being closer to where we play D&D. Yeah. Hopefully, being able to set up some video content on D and D. Yeah, I, I reckon pretty cool. Yeah, because I I reckon that because like I've seen a few people do that and like I've really been interested in it. But like, the thing with um, D and D is like 
if you if you want it to be interesting for the viewers, you got to have like personalities. Yeah, you've got to fully commit to the role playing experience. Like yeah. you, when you're talking as the character, you've got to talk as the character, and then when you're asking questions outside of the character, you've you got to be out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I, it's it'd Brody, be a good challenge. Brody has definitely improved on that because yes. like when he would go for a character in terms of like an NPC. Yeah. And he would give them the voice. He would just completely forget it. Yeah, yeah. And then the next time I talked to him, I was just like, now he's Jamaican. Yeah. Now he's, like, Russian. <laughs> it's just like, oh, what is happening? But at the moment, he's been doing really well. Yeah, well, I think, because um, do you watch the D&D online, like, the, on YouTube? Yeah, I do some, what, like, what D&D Beyond. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, those guys, like, commit to the the character like i think we're getting to that stage where we'd be able to commit to an accent yeah and stick to it and commit to the we're getting there we're very close yeah i reckon yeah when we get to that point where we can fully immerse ourselves as a character like everyone that'll be like the most entertaining game yeah yeah well that's what if you go and watch any D D online, that's essentially yeah, what's that's going what on. yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm. Damn. Yeah, and I I would be very open to doing D D content on this channel as well because I was just nerds, nerd, nerd now, nerd now, hard, yeah. yeah, nerd podcast, nerd podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, and it would definitely be like longer sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would just like cut it down. Yeah we could do like encounter videos or something yeah yeah which would be pretty cool yeah cool yeah well did you want to move on to a little bit more personal stuff like uh relationships we're both in a relationship which we can talk about what we've learned from it what yeah what sort of value and things that it's brought to your life and stuff yeah um yeah well i'm in a in what's the date in four days, it'll be six years. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Which the last podcast was like, would have been like, because I remember I was just like, yeah, it's the 28th of August. I'm a good boyfriend. <laughs> and then that's now four days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I need to organize something. <laughs> Get your shit together. I've got an idea, which I might do. I might organize today or tomorrow. Yeah. I've got an idea for it. But I'm also working that night. And she's also got uni in the morning. So I'm kind of like, oh boy. <laughs> but oh, definitely no. in the relationship, being a, in a relationship this long, um, I've learnt to do a lot of, like, just, I've learnt a lot of things with myself and, Tess, like, and Tessa. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a lot of stuff. <laughs> Um, because I don't know, like having someone that you can rely on in terms of like, just if you want to talk to someone, mm-hmm. they're there like, yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. That's, it's good. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Cause like, I don't know what life would be say like without Tessa, like I, I wouldn't be able to see that path. Yeah. Like the ultimate universe yeah yeah because it's just it's just has been my life 
for like six years. Yeah, and you've essentially like grown up with her. Yeah, which is weird to think about, but also pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, Grandad and Nana on Mum's mm. side, yeah, essentially did something similar. They're a little bit older, I think. Nana was 16, Grandad was 19? Yeah. Or 17 and 19, something something like that. And then essentially high school sweethearts and they grew up and did everything together sort of thing. Mm. Um, Which is incredibly lucky for those types of people that kind of can find, like, fall into that. Yeah. You kind of do. You kind of, you stumble in. I find that you stumble into relationships that are extremely meaningful. Oh yeah, and, like like challenging. I did. I didn't fully expect to like be dating this long at all. Because mm. I was like, oh, I was just like, yeah, why not? Why not? And then, like, just because I made that decision, um, your life is now completely different. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> ah, yeah. Ah. Think of the uh, C-137 reality, the fucking alternative one yeah. where you're <laughs> just, just single. <laughs> yeah, just single, just not doing anything. Well, I'd probably just be doing the same thing. Who knows? I, Who knows? I don't even know. <laughs> um, yeah, well, so I have um, been single for the last three years and then have just sort of recently within... So I've been dating Amy for four months, 13th of April. Hey. so i'm a good boyfriend yeah <laughs> and then we so- don't forget that and we ever. had our first date on the 9th of february so even better boyfriend <laughs> yeah um so we've known each other for about six months dated like see saw each other for two months and then we've just started dating um and through both of our previous experiences with other people in romantic relationships where we both came into it at the same mindset, like the same sort of like frequency. I don't know how to explain it, but just our mentality towards life was the same. That's good. Yeah. Where through dealing with other people, mm. we both had consciously made the decision within ourselves to commit to ourselves. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Where instead of what some people do after they break up from a relationship is that they then chase for another one like yeah i that one that one didn't work there there was whatever happened happened to kind of cover up that pain i'm just gonna find something new yeah um while i was single and over the course of the last three years i didn't want to do that Mm. just if there was someone there that was interested in me, I wouldn't go necessarily looking too hard. It would just be have faith in how life unfolds to just sort of stumble into the right thing at the right time, which... Which I feel like I did super early, which yeah. I don't complain about, but, like, that's extremely lucky. Yeah, yeah. The the I'm extremely lucky and grateful for all of my experiences with others like learning with others because i've changed my mindset of how people come into your life and how people come out of your life where it's Mm -hmm. like they're lessons essentially yeah they're yeah they're there to show you a lesson about yourself Mm. not necessarily a lesson about them yeah you learn more about yourself with engaging with other people yeah than you do not (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, like, which is fair. Yeah. So, like, my uh, previous relationship there was it, like, it kind of fell apart because I lost myself within it. Like, the classic, you lose mm-hmm. yourself in a relationship that's, like, high intensity, like, high flames. There was a lot of passion, a lot of emotion. Yeah. And then you kind of, depending on your demeanor and all that sort of stuff, you can either, like, lose yourself or just, like, disconnect and then find yourself in a situation that you don't want to be in and then you and then subconsciously you... do things to get yourself out of that situation rather than yeah. being honest with yourself and then confronting with whatever is happening mm. moment to moment sort of thing but through that experience i learned inc- like an incredible amount and then that's good coming out of it like my mental health was a little bit meh and then making the decision to work on myself and then my mental health sort of like instantly improved mm-hmm. in that regard because then I was like, well, I need to treat myself, classic Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. thing, treat myself like s- someone that you're caring for. Mm. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I like, got you. Yeah. What you would do, you would do more for someone else essentially. Than you would yourself. Exactly. If you, like, if you, um, what he, the, the thing that he uses is a psychological statistic where people are more likely to, feed their dog their dog a prescription of medication and they're like half as likely to take a prescription themselves and stick to it wow which is like bizarre when you hear it you're just like why don't people take care of themselves they're they're very happy to take care of everyone else other than themselves yeah which is the complete opposite of what you should be doing yeah and sounds really messed up yeah and then there's another great sort of like nugget of uh, knowledge where it's like um, you can only give others what you've given to yourself, sort of like. Okay. Oh boy. You can only help others. Are you going to sneeze? Yeah. <laughs> you can only help others how much you've helped yourself. Yeah. Like, my mental health is pretty good as of right now, but that's mm-hmm. because I took three years helping myself to get to this point. Mm. And that stability doesn't necessarily fluctuate because i still continue to do that work for yeah, myself that's good that's and good. caring for myself so then i have the energy and the stability to then care for others mm. yeah yeah interesting yeah um because yeah with like with my relationship um if we've ever had say like a problem or something i wouldn't say like i would c- come from like a different standpoint and being like it's not a you problem it's an us problem that yeah. we need to fix together yeah and we need to work together because like say if we disagreed on something and like i would argue my point she would argue her point and they would just clash and i'd be like let's take it like a, like we would do that it would be like an and hour later yeah, no, would, we'd get nowhere yeah get nowhere an hour later i'd be like all right so i'm sorry and then she'd say like i'm sorry yeah and then we would work it out it's just like some people just like just constantly clash yeah and they're not willing to take that step back from their emotions and then go hey look i really care for this situation i want to preserve it yeah let's do it together yeah so i i feel like a lot of well majority of people don't don't do that no no um yeah like that's the mindset that both me and amy have had as well is that's good to hear where if there's something that we've sort of rubbed up against each other, like 
friction causes conflict. If we've yeah. done that, yeah. we're very quick in taking that step back and we're completely aware of it as we're doing it as yeah, well. So it makes it so much easier to be able to shift that behavior yeah. because it's previous ingrained behavior from relationships yeah. that you've been in. Um, but yeah, so we both sort of look at it same thing where it's mm. a we problem we got to have a look at it together and sort it out together rather than it's a you versus them problem mm. yeah that like and i reckon that's probably like a key part in that's like 90 percent of why most people fight yeah and then i said to her as well the only reason people fight is because they're not willing to change yeah it's like i'm willing to change I'm willing moment to, change. to moment yeah, yeah. all the time yeah and she's the same as well that's good yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. So yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, what else? Has there been anything sort of like profound that has hit you from being with someone for that long that you can remember? It's gone by like like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm already thinking about that now, and I'm only four months in with Amy. I'm like, we've already created so many memories. Yeah. Together, and you're like, and it feels like a long time but it also feels like it's not yeah yeah like you you know oh yeah i like a year is this many years this many a year is this many i'm just like so say i'm 20 how much of a proportion of your life has been with tests yeah it's just like it's a lot and like because every time that it comes like the like end of a, like one third essentially just a little bit yeah just a little yeah um so if you think like when i thought about it like every time it gets to like our anniversary i'm like that year just like flew flew and like i feel like if i was in like like a relationship i didn't want to be in it would drag drag (laughs) and i wouldn't want to like and i wouldn't want to do it and i just wouldn't look forward to like the same time like every year yeah yeah yeah, so, which is, yeah, it's just weird, because, like, I didn't, fi- I'm not, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a very committed person in terms of, like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to stay committed to it, because, like, I'm t- That changes moment to moment for people. And- yeah, like, I've, I would say I find it a little bit, though, then again, I'm very committed to, like, karate and volleyball, that's, like, yeah well it's so much easier to commit to things that you're passionate about yeah yeah exactly passion like i wrote down this in one of my like fundamental beliefs that i think passion provides energy yeah like it's and it's and it's not necessarily you're eating more food so you get more energy it's Mm. it's energy for like you as a person like your soul yeah yeah uh yeah i could definitely see i could definitely see that because like if you if you're more if you are passionate about something you're gonna put more energy towards it yeah that's, that, that's just like what that's it, like that's just how well. it is it's like yeah. D like coming back from that like you, if you're passionate about it you're gonna put your 100 percent into it yeah but like say at work if you uh, say like yeah you can be passionate about work but like it you're not gonna be passionate about it 100 percent of the time it's very hard say if you've got a service job it's very hard to rock up with that energy every single day. People do it, and that's like yeah, I I do 100%. it. I do it as much as I can. But yeah. then sometimes, like if so, like I come into work and then someone just like yells at me, and I'm just like, 
sick. Cool. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that for me. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm just like in an average mood. After, and then yeah. and then people are just like, oh, you're right. What's, what's like, up with you? And you're like, I just got fucking yelled at. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, I know I can't be happy 100% of the time. But like, like Hannah, like my boss, mm. she loved that, like about me that I'd be happy like as much as I could at work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was that was whenever I was in the service industry. That's sort of my mentality is that I would want to bring a hundred percent at least, if not hundred ten percent, every time I rock up to a shift mm. because you have to be that extra bit more energetic to provide someone with the experience that they're after. Yeah, people go out to enjoy food and drink at a pub yeah. for an experience. Yeah. So if you're not providing their expected experience, they're going to be mad. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be mad, and which, yeah, that happens. Yeah, and that happens a lot because, yeah, you can't have faith in people to have the, the correct expectations when going into an Irish <laughs> pub that's been there for 40 years. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's wrong. It would be like 50 years now. It would be like... Yeah, because it's, it's an James old, Craig old before, pub. Yeah, it's yeah. an old pub. It's got character though. It's good. Oh yeah. Like I worked there for eight years, I think seven or eight years. I yeah. can't remember the the maths uh, exactly, but yeah, something something like that. Yeah. It's a good pub because like to well, grow up in. I yeah. Think. It was, like, it was in, good. in working because it instilled in me because I had two Irish head chefs and they instilled in me the work ethic that I have, plus <laughs> also working dishy days on St Paddy's Day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> At an Irish pub. Yeah. Not a fun time. No, it's not. Because you're just... Yeah. But I was I was thankful. Oh, so, funny thing. I will, like, never get a day off for my birthday. Because I'm born on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. And I work at an Irish pub. So, that's fun. Um, Yeah. So, I've worked every day. Every, like, every time... Every birthday. Every birthday. Besides one? Was it the first one that you missed because you weren't old enough to do yeah. the work? Yeah, because I, like, that was just when I became a grunter. Yeah. Yeah. You'd only been doing it for a, a few months, and St. Paddy's Day is not for someone who's been, only been working for a few <laughs> no, months. <laughs> no, Yeah, no. Legit, though. <laughs> and then, like, the next one, I'll just, like, pick up, like, cups, glasses, yep. that sort of thing. Yep. Next time, same thing. And I got into the bar, and I was like, this is so much more hectic. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, the few times that I worked behind the bar on St. Paddy's Day, it was just 8 to 12 hours of pouring Kilkenny and Guinness. Guinness. Yeah, and even the occasional Magnus. Yeah. And you just like, just yeah. constantly. It's uh, fun times. Sometimes it's fun because like you get a few like Irish guys that are just like just like throwing shit at you. Yeah, like, throwing banter at you and yeah. stuff, which makes it enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, like the good thing about hospitality is that you can kind of depending on how busy it is, you can find your flow. Like the, everything sort of like blurs out. You don't necessarily think about anything else other than what you're doing. Yeah. Where other jobs they don't necessarily grant you that. Yeah, I could. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. especially being a barista you can mm. get into that that zone very easily if yeah. you know what and, you're doing and like when you get in that zone as well time just like 
just flies. Yeah, it, yeah half hour shift turn, look, a three hour shift turns into like a half hour shift. Yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you're on in the busy point, you just like rock up, get smashed, think it went really quickly, and then go home and rest. <laughs> yeah, 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 and like, so I I enjoy my like my job a lot because I'm now because I because like before like probably like a year ago. I was pretty, like, I was not the best at my job, but that was because I was new. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd never done, like, anything else. Like, yeah. I just grunted, like, <laughs> and then worked in a bar. So, but, like, now I've gotten to the point where I've become, like, quite good at my job. Yeah. So, I'm finding it enjoyable because, like, I can... It's easy. It's easy, and I can just do stuff. Without thinking. Without thinking, yeah. 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 And it's just like, oh, yeah, like, we got a new cocktail list in. <laughs> come get some cocktails come get some cocktails and i've just been like oh, okay the fact that i can now remember new cocktails like uh, yeah after making like one or two it's just like wow this is so much easier than having to go to the book every single time yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 when i got to that stage it was very fun making cocktails because it was just like yep yeah, yep and, and then and then you make it he- look hella nice, and they're like, I want one of them. Like, yeah. That's when you know you're doing a really good job as the cocktail thing, is the f- as soon as the first one goes out, and then you've just got a list of orders, that's yeah. when you know you've done a good job. Yeah. Because yeah, then it looks incredible. Someone's seen it and gone, I want a fucking cocktail. I want one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it happens with espresso martinis all the time when yeah. I was making them. It was just like, as soon as the first one goes out, because it's a, such a distinct smell. As soon as the first one goes out, you all just, the all yeah. the ladies are like, Espresso. "I will have one of them, please." Oh, that looks nice. One of them. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I reckon we should pack it up. Yeah, wrap it, it wrap, wrap it up. Wrap I don't. I don't know how long it's been. Yeah, but, neither. Oh well, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Camera's not dead. <laughs> yeah, camera's not dead because we charged it. We're actually improving on our, on our um, recording setup and process and all yeah. that sort of stuff. <laughs> Becoming more efficient, more effective. Yeah. That's the main thing anyway. All right, well. All right. That's the end. Um, like, subscribe. Yes. Ring-a-ding the bell. Ring-a-ding-ding. Press notifications all. Um, what else? Hmm. Comment what you guys think we should uh, do next or talk about next or explore next. That's a good one. Yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. Thanks, guys. Thank you. for watching. See you. Pussy? Come on. <laughs> yeah, good boy. Good boy. Good, good, goody boy. Good, good, good boy. Are we going to clap something? Yeah. Look at your teethies. Is that zoomed in enough, you reckon? Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to be like... <laughs> Clap soon.
fuck that was loud <laughs> <laughs> i was like ring a ding ding in my ear 